0: Hello and welcome to the Two Bros Talking Sports Podcast. This is episode 89 uh, with your host, Sam, my stepbrother, Travis. Travis, how was your week? Or week and a half, maybe, since we've recorded last.
1: Yeah, it was good. Easter, which was a nice, nice Easter. I don't know how it was out there for you in California, but um, it was good. A lot of basketball on, which is great. Some entertaining hey. games for sure.
0: The Easter Bunny brought me the most exciting ending that I could have ever imagined for the Celtics first game, which we'll get into. Um, But we are going to keep this episode completely basketball-centric. Meaning, baseball just started. Not a lot to comment on that one. Uh, Hockey is just kind of ending here. And then we'll have something to talk about here soon. And... uh, Football is just football. We have the draft coming up. So we can put all of our time and our attention into the the great first few days that's been the NBA playoffs. Uh, The basketball gods have made us wait a ridiculous amount of time between basketball games to watch the Celtics play. Um, But what we did see was some awesome basketball the last few nights. Um, Where do you want to dive in first? Do we want to save and touch on the Celtics In the net series last, do we want to go right into them and then fill in from there? Let's just go
1: down my conference. You can start with the Heat Hawks because that was a blowout and a half. The way the NBA set it up for the Hawks, like they've played like what, three games in five days? Like no wonder they got their shit kicked in.
0: And just, I mean, Miami's just there to remind you and remind everybody that, hey, they're a pretty dang good team and the reason they're number one, they just kind of quietly have been doing it all year. Um, they don't let you forget that they can hit three-pointers with the best of them. Uh, and I, I also think that the Hawks just isn't a good matchup for them.
1: No. I mean, the only way the Hawks win is if Trae Young has some nuclear games. He had, I think he had one of those, worst shooting games in maybe all year? Game one? Yeah. yeah. So not great. Um, I also hate the Heat. <laughs> but there's that. Duncan Robinson had a huge game, too.
0: He did. Um, I mean, I, 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 still can't get over that. This is just going to be extremely interesting. Uh, this is definitely a, at least the Eastern conference. I think the Western conference, there could be some, some, you know, weird stuff happening. Um, but when it's also it's like it's a matchup game and it's just so interesting how, Hey, the heat can dominate here, but if you get matched up with somebody like following around or who knows Hawks come up. Um, yeah, it's going to be um, really cool to see this playoff go deeper. Um, so, yeah, do, anything you want to comment on to that series, or what's your what's your prediction? Like five games, maybe
1: they might even win in four.
0: Okay, you heard it here for, first, folks. It's calling tonight, it's right? The yeah, I, I believe they do. They play 76ers play. Uh, who we could maybe maybe we talk on that one next. Um, I don't know if you saw there's that clip of. Uh, Joel and Nick Nurse, coach of Toronto, yeah, talking yeah. back and forth. And it was, I think it was Joel telling Nick Nurse that like, hey, stop, stop complaining about calls. Yet he probably had something to complain about because I think Joel Embiid, I think I saw the stats, he made more free throws than Toronto attempted. <laughs> that's <laughs> um, the
1: uh, Sixers and Harden, man. Harden and Embiid.
0: But I, remember you text, I remember you texted me. Did that game come off as a surprise? The first game, did you did you expect that sort of onslaught to happen? Um, the way that it did,
1: the Sixers and Raptors, yeah. I mean, where it stands now, I thought it would be way closer,
0: yeah. The Sixers Which still are... can be.
1: Oh, I mean, oh, yeah, it's going to change. Obviously, they're going back to Philly or Toronto now. Um, Bible can't play there, so maybe things change. Two nothing's not. You know, a sweep, but it has not looked competitive considering I think what Toronto beat them in the season series three to one.
0: Yeah. And it's it's I don't know who's famous for saying it, but it is something that's said that you know it's it's not a series until a home team has lost a game, you know. Um yeah. so you know, you in any sport, I feel like basketball is a huge one where as soon as you go home, it's like – it's almost a guarantee that that team is going to win the game. I would put more money on the home team winning the first switch back to their court. It usually happens where it's like, oh, team's 2-0. They're going to lose the next game, so you hope that they win game four. That's just how it feels to me.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll be curious to see how it plays out in that series for sure. Well, Toronto, I mean, Toronto, kind of, they need to win game three at least. And if yeah. not – to be a jam and sweep i think
0: yeah we're making our way there uh we've also had uh the bucks i didn't actually get i didn't watch much of this but the bucks and a bowl game it, it looked like it was a little bit of a grinder both ways but hey for the bucks it counts as a w either way uh Giannis is still a, a stud if not maybe the scariest he's ever been in um at this point as far as his skill level and and um you know some of the skills that he lacked. He's kind of coming into his own on those. Um, anything you want to comment on that? What do you, you expect seeing? You know this this next game? Uh, do you expect some poor shooting? Like what's what's going on with that? Just a, a case of you know some one time thing we're going to see.
1: Well, I think the Bucks will still sweep that game. I think the Bulls had a good chance there. They made it a really good game, and Giannis obviously they was in foul trouble. I mean the bulls have the chance to beat them maybe a game i would love it would be great if the bulls win next game because they sh- i mean in theory they could have won that game and, and what they have to lead with five minutes left um yeah, yeah. and it, granted it's the playoffs that so doesn't mean much but yeah was in foul of trouble and i do think they have a chance to at least take a couple games i mean that'd be, i be again if they sweep them these first-round series, which, is again, all the more question why the Celtics decided they wanted the Brooklyn Nets. I get it to a certain degree, but, like, all three of these other series are just much easier competition for, you know, Philly, oh, Miami, right, right. And We're, we're going to get eventually.
0: into it. We'll get into it. But I do want to go to the West Coast first. That's where we're going to save the Celtics for last because I think we both have the most obviously to say about that, being biased as far as that's our team we're cheering for. Um, The East is kind of happening the way that we would have expected the first uh, rounds to go, at least. Uh, The West is a little – there's a couple more series there that are a little bit – you're not sure what's going to happen. One of them is the Mavericks um, series because Luca isn't in there. I know – I can't even name the guy who just scored 40 last night. Um, Jalen Brunson? Brunson. Okay, that's right. Um, Yeah, that's a bad –
1: the Jazz can't lose that game.
0: Oh, I know. They have to bring that back. Um, it's very interesting to see that. I, I, uh, I'm not i not sure. The, what, the,
1: yeah, I, yeah, I get the maps yeah. have home card advantage, but when you don't have Luka, like, you can't lose if you don't have Luca. So if Luca comes back, which now looks like his optimism, he'll be able to potentially play game three, if not game four at the very least. Um, really? Okay. I didn't see that. Yeah, there, it just came out like an hour ago.
0: interesting um just (laughs) i don't know why i just thought this uh i'm gonna take it back real quick the sixers i saw i didn't read it but i saw an article come out saying that ben simmons is (laughs) bringing uh what do you say bringing bench style in fashion or something (laughs) like that yeah all it takes is sitting for like three of your seasons um in the nba (laughs) uh okay Let's go. So that series, I think, is going to be tough. It's going to be very interesting. Um, as as you said, I, I think if you're Utah, you got to put your foot down, take that, go back home, and finish the season series. Now it's going to be a little bit more interesting. You give them a chance to prolong the series. Give Luca a chance, and that's. I mean, Luca is one of the best players in the game. Um, even though the Mavericks are sort of, you know, not really in that elite-level conversation. Uh, We can talk about the Suns are going to do Suns things. I don't think they're going to have any issue uh, moving on through this series. Um, You've got the one that – okay. What do we think of the the Timberwolves here?
1: Dude, that's going to be the most exciting series, I think. That game's tonight, 8.30. That's just going to be a physical battle. I think – so Steve – my buddy Steve was visiting um, Sunday night in Portland. And he, he said he's potentially going to that game. But that's going to be a uh, what I thought would be not a close series, just because Memphis is a wagon right now. Minnesota came to play. If Anthony Edwards is playing like he was playing the other night, then you're going to be in most games. So, curious. To see Are we seeing the
0: case games. of someone that – like a team that <laughs> sort of just got like a head start in a race. Like they played those playing games and they got some playoff feels and they celebrated – like a playoffs, I know a lot of people are hating on him for that. But are we seeing a team that, like, just got a head start and Memphis was sort of caught on their heels and fell flat? Do you think there will be a response tonight? Do you think Ja, any chance he goes ridiculously off tonight? Um, like, what do you think? Did they predict it, 1-1? One, one, one?
1: I think it's a 1-1, yeah. I mean, Minnesota is – they're clearly – I mean, they're a competitive team. But Memphis, you know, caught off guard a little bit. I think John Morant's be ready to go tonight. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not like they got their ass kicked; it was a close game. Um, and I'll be curious to see if Anthony Edwards can do what he did again, because that—that'll right. be the litmus test. If he doesn't drop 36 wherever he had the other night, I mean, I just don't think they have enough firepower. But mm. how deep Memphis is, so very curious to see how that plays out. But I could see that going six, maybe even seven, just the way that series lines up. That—that that should be a fun series because again, Minnesota is yeah. not a seventeen. I mean, they, you know, they, they've had some injuries, but, like, they're, they're a competitive team.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think for a while now they've been a under, you know an underproducing um, team. We've expected them to be kind of an elite force, and they just never have gotten it together. And it looks like they have, like, they have glimpses, and maybe that was a glimpse last night. Let's see if they can keep um, that together for a streak of games here. Um, the one that I actually thought, based off of how the Warriors ended their year, based off of Steph Curry, not really sure where he was at, especially since in game one, they said he was coming back, but Poole was going to start. Him. Not to say that Poole isn't a stud. We saw what he did game one. Um, but that showed me that's like, oh, Steph is not close. Like, he's not close to being the Steph, we thought. And then last night happened, and Steph went off. <laughs> um, man, he must. He is the most beloved player in the nba because he's the most cocky player and gets away with it and you saw it clearly frustrate to the point of ejection uh jokic and a lot of the other guys on the team um is this surprising to you that or or should we just expected this to happen where warriors were just like kind of fiddling around until they got to the playoffs because that's just where they've been their players on their team are so uh uh, experience in making long runs into the playoffs that they were just like, come on, let's get there already so we can play some meaningful basketball.
1: Well, the Nuggets are overmatched. I mean, Jokic is only Sony. Like, they're missing De- Jamal Murray. They're missing Michael Porter Jr. Those are two of their three best players. Um, there's only so much Jokic can do. But the bigger story is Jordan Poole has been lights out. He's been on a fucking tear. So, I mean, Seth Curry finally showed He didn't play that in game. One. He showed up last night and Poole out what, another 28 or whatever he had? Um and Clay Thompson's not doing a whole lot as of right now. So but again, if Jordan Poole's all of a suddenly dropping, you know, 28, 30 points, that changes things <laughs> for them for sure. I
0: mean, if you're Clay Thompson, you're like, I, you know, there's no pressure on me to do anything. Just give Correct. the ball to these guys. <laughs> I'll you
1: around if I get 20 points, I get twenty points. what I mean? I don't exactly. need to drop 40. So uh it's good. So I mean, yeah. The Warriors I think will sweep them, to be honest with you. Maybe maybe Denver takes one. Um but if Jordan Poole is playing like this next couple of games, and I wouldn't be surprised if they sweep them.
0: I mean, I just look down the line, and I'm not saying that it's it's clearly going to be this way, but it would be cool to see a Suns and Warriors matchup um, full health, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, here's the time we've been waiting for, uh, the Celtics and the Nets. Now, we haven't talked um, – Until we found out exactly, we haven't recorded, I mean, um, until we found out exactly who they were facing. Seeing the Nets win that game against the Cavs, play in series, here it is. And then we experienced like a whole week of just the most incredible hype of the media, like sports media that I, I, I can remember. And it's so interesting to me because you could put the Celtics as being maybe one of the top three teams to end their year like it's from a power ranking spot and what they were producing. And the Nets are exactly who they are. Um, They are that seven seed. That's who they are with maybe two of the most elite scorers in the game, but they are that seven seed. And so in, I will say, even going back just as short as last year, I would have been so, so, so worried about this series because everything in me would have seen oh man here comes Kyrie there's like this big brother effect to Tatum and the rest of the Celtics and oh there's KD and it just didn't seem like the Celtics were um, were in a position where they always looked like they were looking up to people this year going in the series it's weird because I've had this strange confidence um, and I'll tell you where that was a little bit shaken up during this past game but there's this weird confidence of like oh i can't wait for these guys to just just stomp these guys blow these guys out of the water and be the better team one because i think tatum and and jalen brown the steps that they've taken over the second half of the year especially and found out how to play with each other the the team that they they've gotten together i'm not sure what happened at trade deadline but white has just fit in perfectly um, I know they're even missing Rob Williams, but Horford played okay. Um, just role players seem to be just accepting that. you got Marcus Smart just doing it, doing his thing on defense, and then it makes it okay that he takes those damn shots now and then. Um, and so going into this, I'm like, okay, let Kyrie, let KD score their 40. I know they can't stop the Celtics. And I've watched KD score 40, 44, all of these points to the end of the season and just keep getting L's and it's like because they have no defense. And even in this game, it was pretty happy, like kind of whistle happy by the refs. I thought both mm-hmm. sides. Um, there were some pretty poor turnovers I thought by the Celtics, but that was like, it almost was like they are surprised that they were getting under the basket so easily. They were just driving by guys and then trying to make these ridiculous outlet passes to the perimeter um, where I think they made some adjustments and just finished by the end of the game. I will say, I want, to, I want to hand this over to you so you can go into any topic point, talking point you want. But uh, there's that one point, they were down by five, getting close to the end of the game, three, two minutes, you know. And there's like one shot. It wasn't the last one, not the really great defensive possession to set up the game winner. But there's that last, uh, one of those last possessions where KD uh, fired up a three. It was it contested, but it's one of those ones where it's like, yeah. right, gonna... and I remember seeing it in the air and I'm like, if this goes in, it's over. And it did go out. We got the rebound. We went down and scored. And I think that was a huge turning point. But uh, that was my only waiver of confidence. But in my opinion, that's like you saw I, – I don't know if you consider that a bad game for KD. I don't think so. I mean, he had most of the attention. But what yeah. we did is we saw getting a bunch of fouls, getting a bunch of like – not really playing their game that we've seen the Celtics play and know that they can play. In my opinion, that was a bad game for the Celtics. And they made it through a, a, what we know that Kyrie can do, put 39 in, playing with some emotion. Katie's just going to get all of that attention. He's going to get his buckets, but you know, after all of that, the dust has settled and the, the, the Celtics found a way to win that game. I just think that's, huge i think they go into this next game and they're just dominant i, I don't know maybe that's me being overconfident and looking at my team but I, i'll be interested to hear all your takes
1: so mark smart defense player of the year that's Ooh,
0: a couple um, of awesome charges by the way
1: yeah so um i mean this a guy i follow, basically tweeted this after the game just like quick quick thoughts after the game katie won't shoot that bad again all series Kyrie also probably won't shoot that well again. Boston won't defend that poorly. And, and the bench difference should kind of even out. So, which all, all accounts should just make a really fun series. Um, if you hold Nets to 114 points, again, you said it wasn't a bad game for Kitty. I mean, nine for 24, he's never going to shoot nine for 24 again. But Kyrie's also not going to drop almost 40 points like he did. Um, especially if it continues to trend the way the Celtics fans are getting in <laughs> his heading game too. Um, I was, I was. Talking Don't get about
0: me wrong, it. they are the fans are probably sc- screaming some of the most horrendous oh, things. you'll No ever doubt hear
1: about it. I of- was, I was, I was going through this. we were watching the game with with your mom and my dad, and I was just going through all the hypocrisy that is Kyrie Irving as a human being, um, and just how you know. I, he just waxes poetic and then it's like, dude, you're still out here flipping fans off when it's like, I'm so zen about everything, man. I just want my life to be shown. Like, you're such an a-hole. Um, so yeah, he's, he's a pretty easy, easily hateable guy. As good as he is at the sport of basketball, he's very, that's very so easily good. hateable. Makes it really, really fun to hate him. Um, so that's fun. But no, I think Celtics, again, the bench didn't even play that well for the Celtics. Jalen Brown, I don't think, had all that a game. Tatum came alive. Like, I looked at Tatum, had like the quietest 28 points I've seen. Um, you shouldn't freak those at one point. I was like, I got 28 points. Like, how the hell did he get 28 <laughs> points?
0: He had, like, did like miss a quarter?
1: <laughs> the, yeah, seriously, the assist numbers were great. Um, I truly think if they if they win this next one, I mean, Brooklyn obviously will bounce back at home. Um, but the longer you prolong the series, the more chance Robert Williams gets to come back. I know the whole Ben Simmons coming out, but like, What is he going to be able to do besides potentially defend someone for 15 minutes? Maybe that's a game changer at the same time. If he's playing game five in the garden, every time he touches the ball, he's going to hear 18,000 people screaming at him to shoot the ball. And we all know he cannot handle mental pressure. Um, So I don't know how much that changes things, but yeah. God, talk about a fun game. That stressful is all hell. Don't get me wrong. But just, I mean, arguably probably the most, fun series of all these eight series currently happening mm-hmm. um, next to probably what's going to be this Memphis, Minnesota that we talked about earlier. Um, super ripped up these games though.
0: Me too. And of, of course they made it, they stretched it out. They they, they made the, the gap between the games just ridiculous right now, which actually all in all, I don't think they'll need it, but Robert Williams is helping us um, for a potential return there. Um yeah, that last possession, um, I saw. Uh, I, I love that they went no. Uh, the way that they had been just driving the lane the entire game, I love that they went no timeout.
1: Well, it a uh, progression, on, but Jalen Brown in the past probably would have panicked and shot up a contested jumper. Instead, mm-hmm. he kicked it smart, smart with four seconds. Well, it's in the past it's just shooting that ball.
0: And it's said, so hard to know. Oh, yeah. How long – it sounds weird, but how long, what was it, eight and a half seconds really is or whatever it was?
1: By the time they got in the front court, yeah, it was about eight. By the time when Smart caught the ball, he had like four point – maybe right. four and a half, four point two, what have you.
0: And so when I was watching it and Brown made that pass, I thought it was a great decision. He ran into somebody. you know, He ran instead into three take, somebody. Take, instead of taking some stupid charging call or whatever, dished it out, Smart gets it. I think both defenders were like, hey, there can't be that much time left. So they sell out, right? Mm-hmm. And actually, when step- Marcus stepped in, I'm like thinking to myself, oh, he's going to have a decent shot here. Mm-hmm. And then let alone – I mean, the last next part was just a blur, and that was awesome. You know, Quick spin, boom, put it in. Um,
1: the fact that it was right around Kyrie, too, is even more poetic.
0: Well, can you – so here's the thing. So there's a Boston fan uh, that comes to – he's a member at, at the gym. I was talking to him the next day. I'm like – I really think I, – I, I don't know any Boston fan that ever thinks of Kyrie in his Celtics, um, like, what was it, two years? Like, two years. I don't, I don't think anyone thinks about that anymore at all.
1: Oh, no, it's too long ago.
0: You know? Every time we're in a situation like this, Kyrie brings it up. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not going to say that the things that he probably heard about himself his family's name in there, about his like, all the stuff that was yelled at him is probably not. Like I, I don't condone any of that. Like what was but did he bring a lot of that onto himself? Of course. If he doesn't go, like, here's my thinking: is if he doesn't, he'll get some random, you know, random booze of someone that does. But like the person that's probably, and they showed it in the beginning, was going to be that uh, was going to be Bruce getting some of the the heat about Horford because they showed like that was going to be the guy getting the attention. I don't know. I I just think he did himself a disservice, um, you know, to to even bring it back up. Stop bringing oh, yeah. about. Stop bringing your 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 time with Boston up, and you're probably. Gonna deal
1: with a lot less. Um, the Celtics fans at this point can name more negative things you've done in your post-self-explained career than positive you did in your, in fact, even in your Celtics career that are negative when you play Milwaukee, you play Milwaukee, shot him out of a game, tried to right. defend Giannis, which was the most embarrassing thing. Like, dude, you can't defend anyone. <laughs> Never mind Giannis. Um I, I I gotta think next game, they just they attack him. They, I don't even think they necessarily attack him on defense as much as they could have. And Kyrie, I mean, from time to time he'll like you know, he'll get a strip or something, but he definitely, I think Kyrie fouled out at one point. I mean, he, he definitely fouled Jalen Brown at one point. They didn't call it, which would have been, he would have been fouled out. And right, good right. on the refs to not take him out of that game. But um, I think they, t- I mean, you got to be honest, you needed one game of film and now you have that game of film where, you know, they're showing everyone what you did wrong, what you could have done better, what you did right, um, where you can attack next. Um, so, I mean, I think can... you're come back even better, I think.
0: Yes, I I I, that's why I'm super confident. I feel like you you just simply see those things at work, they're going to work again. Um, as far as like that's game. Well, that's what I meant. You're gonna be able to penetrate. I mean, I'm not afraid of like drumming in the the zone at this point, you know, he's not drumming of old. And like you're gonna beat these guards pretty simple. So as long as your passes are clean, like if you're gonna make these outlet passes when you drive into the lane. Um, I feel like you get yourself in a position, like I saw it a couple of times where they tried to dish it out and it just got tipped or got thrown the wrong way. It's like, no, just play a little more controlled, get your buckets. Okay. And I think you could, you could like, I think the it sounds weird, but it's like, make, make Katie and Kyrie take ridiculous shots all game.
1: And yeah, and they can make them. Don't get me wrong. Right. Like, but if you force them to try over... to catch up, Oh, correct. That shot that KD took over Tatum before the game-winning basket, if that had gone in, would it have surprised me? No. no. Not at all. And that's, Even and despite that's the, the ridiculous
0: contest of Tatum. And that's the, the you know, that is a full compliment to KD because it's like, when I, that's why I, I said when the, the three-pointer a couple of minutes before that, when he missed it and they were up by five, I'm like, not, I was 90% sure that was going in. Yeah,
1: am like, background. it's over.
0: And it just, like, it sort of, it was pretty close. It kind of rimmed out in a way that you're like, hey, it wasn't that far off. But, like, yeah, he's one of those guys that at any point he can take a shot that's just got some magnet somehow to the, the rim. Um, I'm super confident here. I just think – I think this is a great challenge to have at the very beginning because, again, this is Kyrie and this is the matchup that they've always sort of been looking up to um again in the little brother role and if they can get past this maybe it's just even more growth for these guys to be like ah we are our own team finally Mm -hmm. we are our own like we don't have that connection um that's sort of over over our head this entire time so um yeah man any anything else you want to mention i know we just got to watch and enjoy and watch it play out um you know, that's coming into a time of recording. That's going to be tomorrow night. Um, anything else in the NBA sphere that you want to uh, to go over?
1: No. I mean, it's going to be a stressful next – what shit. They play t- tomorrow night, and then do will play again until Saturday. It's like – so, it's ridiculous. Um,
0: so, please, please get the 2-0. I yeah. believe in you. But please get to 2-0 so it's just such a nice couple of days at the end of the week. It'll be um, a fun Wednesday night in Boston. Okay, let's let's end it the way we always do. Um, outside of sports, unless there is any other sports stories, I know we didn't want to – we want to make this completely NBA for the most part. Mm-hmm. If there's any other sports stories you wanted to gloss over, uh, we could do that. Otherwise, is there anything in the entertainment, the, the movies, the, the shows that you've been watching?
1: Have you watched uh, Winning Time yet on HBO? No. You haven't watched Showtime Lakers? Adam McKay? No.
0: Well, I know, I
1: know what it is. Yeah. It's uh, got a lot of flack for not being, like, you know, not necessarily true. It's dramatized, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's not going to be, you know, it's not like the interview Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for this movie, for this show. Yeah. Um, But they finally got to the episode where they they, they played the Celtics in Boston for the first time. Larry? Larry? Larry Bird showed up. And, oh, it is so good. He's just, like, this- they're doing, like, the whole, like... um press conference when they're first playing each other because obviously in college they played against each other and match johnson oh, yeah, he, yeah he's got like a he's got like a pbr cam that he's spitting dip into and he's they're asking him questions and he's like yep play basketball we're gonna win yep <laughs> yeah and then like they you know they he puts his hand on the mic and leans over to and match johnson he's like i'm gonna tear you you asshole like <laughs> Like yeah, he's just like you know what I mean. They they play him to like what Larry Bird was, where he's just so fucking quiet, but like on the court wanted to rip your head off.
0: Um, I think Larry Bird might be my favorite like just sports yeah. character in ever. And the and show you know, is like
1: you know you know what I'm gonna do, but I'll tell you anyways. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna fake left, I'm gonna dribble right, I'm gonna hit full feet, nothing but net. Try and stop it. And he does, and then like Dude, the show obviously does it and he comes back, he's walking back. He's like I lied, I think that was about 13 feet. Um, but like oh, I it's, watch yeah, it's really it's good though. I mean you know Jerry West is in it, and you know, obviously John yeah. C. Riley plays Jerry Bus, but it's cool. I mean, obviously it's dramatized. Um Man. that's really entertaining show, and then also um there's that new show on HBO, not HBO, Amazon Prime, that we watched those first episodes out of range with Josh Brolin. Okay. Um, and a bunch of other people that I I know who they are as actors. I cannot name their names though. Um
0: but I'll it's it it's bizarre.
1: It's kind of dystopian, like trippy western.
0: So yeah, personally, so I I uh finally first thing I finally caught up on Atlanta. I freaking love that show man. It's, it's, it's like still out there. It's it's strangely funny. It's strangely serious and deep. Yeah. Um it is all over the map sometimes, but it all has this connection. Um, yeah, it's such a it's such a trip. But uh, I'm I'm glad I caught up on it. Um, yeah, some of them, some of them just make make me laugh really hard. Just they're, all the characters is great. Um, and then I started my first of probably like four um, four viewing. Uh, how do I say this? I, I started the Batman. And so it's probably mm. my first of four, like, segments of watching it. So breaking it down because it's like a freaking ridiculously long movie. Um, and that's on HBO Max or HBO, whatever it is now. Um, oh, the
1: bat- the actual Batman with Robert is on HBO Max? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's on there now. And I was surprised. I, I didn't know it was going to be out so quick. So I started that... <laughs> Again, it's going to probably take me four times to, to finish it because I just don't sit down to watch that much in okay. one viewing right now. But uh, so I'll get back to you on that one. Um, nothing really, nothing else I've been uh, getting into. But uh, yeah, man, I'm glad we can do this. Uh, we'll get this posted up, and if you can take, a, if you hear this before the Celtics game, um, we're very confident. I'm very confident. Uh, but anyways. As this unfolds, as the NHL playoffs start to come into the picture, as the draft starts to show itself, um, these these episodes are going to crank up, very you know diversify quite a bit. Uh, but and probably next time we talk, it'll still be very much NBA um, focused. But uh, right? Am I right? What's that? Next time we we record, it'll probably be NBA focused.
1: Yeah. I don't think there's – I mean
0: – Be right before the draft. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, as always, we, we appreciate anyone listening along. Um, this was episode 89 of the Two Bros Talking Sports podcast. We look forward to talking to you again soon.